At midnight, you're going to want to take a walk around the hotel just to check on things. Shouldn't be any problems. Then at around two in the morning, you'll walk around the hotel again. Shouldn't be any problems then either. At four in the morning, I suddenly interrupt Maddie, my new boss. Let me guess, I walk around the hotel? The older woman looks at me in stunned silence, her large eyes frozen behind the thick-rimmed glasses that perch between us atop her pointy nose. How did you know? Maddie finally asks. Just a guess, I tell her, trying not to laugh. Maddie smiles and nods. She's a very sweet woman, but achingly dull, much like the rest of this place. Shouldn't be a problem, Maddie tells me. Tonight is the first night at my new job, and despite my best efforts, I still don't think I'm quite prepared for all of this excruciating boredom. Of course, it could be worse. Most of my friends are working their way through college as baristas or flipping burgers, so my new position as night clerk at the local bed and breakfast is nothing to scoff at. It pays well, too, and the fact that I was able to get this job at all was pretty astounding, seeing as I'm just one guy in a small college town of thousands, all of them looking to make a few bucks and alleviate the financial strain of the modern college experience. Any questions, Freddie? Maddie asks as she pulls on her large fur coat. She is slow and bumbling, her gray hair falling messily over her face as she tries her best to brush it away. I think for a moment. No, I think I've pretty much got it. I just stand here and wait until someone wants to check in. I plug them into the computer and then help them to their rooms. And at midnight, Maddie asks. I take a walk around the hotel, I tell her. And why do we walk around the hotel? Maddie continues. I think about this for a moment and suddenly the entire thing strikes me as a little odd. I've been so caught up in trying to avoid the inevitable drudgery of sitting at this desk all night that I hadn't really given any thought to the reasons why I was asked to patrol the hotel grounds. First of all, this place has nothing that anyone would want to steal, at least nobody with half a brain. Calling it a hotel was a fairly generous assessment, and in reality, this ancient manor was much more of a quaint bed and breakfast that was in serious need of a remodel. Of course, if spending the night in a haunted house is your style, then the Outlook Hotel might just be the place for you. Regardless, there was little here of value. No television, no stereo, just an old piano on the living room turned lobby that was much too large for anyone to make off with. It's also not like there are all that many people here in our little corner of Maine who are looking to cause trouble. Sure, college kids are dumb, but there just aren't enough of us out here to make the bad apples something worth worrying about. It's a peaceful place, somehow existing outside the real-world bubble of crime and disorder. I have no idea, I finally tell Maddie, cracking myself up. I'm sorry. I mean, I know when I'm supposed to check things out, but I really can't remember why. Maddie's face immediately goes from sweet and good natured to gravely solemn, awash with concern. This is very serious, Maddie tells me. I know, I'm sorry, I assure her. I really am. Check the hotel, check the garden, Maddie informs me, and make sure nobody goes into the door on the fourth floor. Suddenly, it all comes floating back to me. The fourth floor. I'd forgotten about the old woman's obsession with her late husband's study, located in the pinnacle of this strange house. 